So hello and welcome back to Beers in the Sheds. It's episode number 17. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined each week by my good mate, Daniel Friend. It's another one of our weekly podcasts where we chat about all things sport and beer and some other random banter and chat that you have between good mates. Friendy, good to chat with you again, mate. You too, mate. Um, I have the weirdest setup ever today. I was just explaining it to you. Our internet's down, so I'm through the mobile with the show notes on the laptop with a charger wedged behind the mobile and a drink bottle holding that up so if anyone can imagine that um maybe i'll have to take a photo and put it on our socials later and yeah how you traveling mate is this your second podcast of the day it is the second one of the day mate just quickly i think you've got what they call the macgyver set up so i think we need to see that <laughs> yeah, uh yeah absolutely. second podcast i uh, i was on board with the guys from um bruise news australian bruise news those guys do mm-hmm. a an awesome podcast, industry-based podcast about what's happening uh, in the beer industry. So I co-hosted that one today. It was awesome. So um, if the voice starts to falter, it's because I've been uh, cranking it out all day. I also ran a tour today for a bunch of uh, volunteers who work hard on the sunny coast promoting the region. So I ran a tour for them, showcasing some of our breweries. So I might be a little bit talked out, a little bit huskier than usual, but I'm here. I'm ready to roll. You're here. Maybe you need some honey, mate, to loosen up those vocals. Um, I'm, drink, I'm drinking a stout. Is that the same? Yeah, that'll do, that'll, <laughs> that'll get you nice and lubricated, mate. During the week, what did you have for play of the week, mate? I think I might know where you're going here. Oh man, there was it, it's that time of year, right, with finals and, and yeah. footy. But man, I got tied into the U.S. Open because it, it had a lot of drama, mm. and we had um, Nick Kyrgios getting deep into the into the round faltering yep. on probably what was his best opportunity ever. But what we saw was some pretty incredible tennis from the next generation. Um, yeah. I, I loved watching uh, the lead up into the final, but I was glued to the final. Um, Carlos Alcaraz was uh, amazing. Like such a yeah. young guy who was, who could just power on. I mean, I guess, cause he's 19, yeah. right. Or what, you know, yeah. um, he can power on after a five setter, like it was just to hit in the park. And that's, that's something some of the old guards probably finding harder and harder to do to get deep in tournaments, but he played a yep. cracking tournament and the final was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, so it was unreal. Do, do you think he looks like like Alcaraz? His ground strokes and everything. I think he looks just like Djokovic. He's a Djokovic clone. He is a bit clonish. And my wife was watching. She's not a well. She's yeah. a tennis fan. She's like, he looks a bit like Djokovic. And then she goes, yeah. I know he doesn't. No, his face doesn't look like him at all. But I think it's right. because of gameplay. Um, a yeah, lot had to do with it. So yeah, he's going to be awesome to watch. And and what a great Absolutely. way to start his his sort of championship career by winning that major. So that was a, that was a big one. And I'm going to diverge slightly because this shit doesn't happen very often, but uh, <laughs> I, I was, I was playing golf and I was, I was lined up with my mate Daz and uh, I watched a hole in one. It was a par three uh, at Cypress yeah, Lakes in the Hunter yep. boys weekend away. And uh, there were four of us in the group. We watched Daz tee off and drop one that rolled down into the hole. And the two of the boys who were ahead of us were there holding the flag, watching it as well. So it was uh Cheers yeah, around. It was unreal. So well done to Daz for well, well done, Daz. We'll have a beer in the sheds for you. Did what's he what's his sort of golfing um I guess caliber? What kind of golf golfer is he? What's his handicap and stuff? We were uh well none of us are awesome players. We we had a we yeah. all had pretty hefty handicaps um and sort of playing on that indexed holes and doing what we could, but he played fairly so he didn't win the day, but he he won with that yeah. shot. It was a cracker. That hurts me. Just, yeah, weekend hackers getting holes in one. I played off scratch originally, and I've never got one. So Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those never. once in a lifetime. Yep. 
Yeah, no, well done to Daz. Congratulations to him. Uh, for me, my play of the week, Josh, I had Nathan Cleary. After five weeks out being suspended for a spear tackle, uh, he was just incredible for the Panthers in the, the first final, unfortunately, against your Parramatta Eels, mate. Um, but, yeah, his kicking game was just out of this world. I, I haven't seen anyone with that sort of array of kicks in one game since Joey Johns, who's, who's my hero. And, yeah, Nathan was just, yeah, amazing. And that, that got my play of the week. He was very good and it was very hard to watch being an Eels fan and he found yeah. our weakness and it'd be nice if we could catch a few of those high kicks. But to be honest, if you can kick that well, you're going to put the team under pressure yeah. and that's exactly what he did. So hard to watch, but um, they were deserved winners on the night, but he he played exceptionally well. Agreed, mate. I think they're going to be pretty hard to beat from here on in. Uh, in terms of other sporting news, Josh, we always talk about obscure sports and We've sort of changed this one a little bit. It's just we're just finding some weird stuff in the sporting world. Um, it's an evolving. Anything... It's an evolving segment, mate. We we can just do whatever it, we want. It is. We call it obscure. Yep, that's exactly right. We sort of we'll do our own thing, put our own flavour or twist on it each week. Um, what have you got for us this week, mate? You sort of had a crack here. Yeah, I was looking for the unusual, um, and this is no doubt unusual. Um, so. Mm. Who would have thought a 14-year-old goalkeeper would have been the youngest player coming on uh, to play for um, as a substitute for the Oakley Cannons uh, loss against yeah, MacArthur FC? Now, 14 is young uh, to, to play in, in, in a men's comp in any kind yeah. of sport. Um, soccer's a pretty challenging one, um, but that's part of the Australia Cup, so that's the knockout um, version mm. of, the, of their, the Australian football comp but um mate, unbelievable he, he that that's 14. that's very very young in the in the world of uh professional sports you're right you're right i wonder if he yeah. took a pay pack at home i wonder if there was a yeah he's if he's been paid for his performance if he's contracted something in a, yeah. a brown brown envelope but uh yeah 14 unreal i mean exposing yourself to sport at that level at, at that age mm. could, it could be he could be the next aussie goalkeeper who knows yeah, well, I'd say it's looking that way. They do all those tests on on goalkeepers, like the the English clubs and, and the big clubs around the world, to see what your body is actually going to end up like, how big you're going to be judged on your bone density, all that sort of stuff. Won't get into it too much. But, yeah, a, a friend of ours, their son went over and did it. And basically, you get tested at a really young age. And if you're not going to grow to a big enough size to be a goalie, you're out. So they, they must have... Big wraps on him in Sydney, and I, I, you know, I dare say he'll be over in Europe pretty soon. Must have big hands and a, I reckon, a, a passport that's legit to say he's fourteen. But um, yeah, that's it. So we, so I've after seeing, thinking, yeah, yeah, after after seeing that, you've done some research too, haven't you, mate? And looked at some other young young sports people and and ages that they've either debuted or, or performed on on that sort of international or, or professional stage. What have you found? Yeah, well, Sachin Tendulkar, obviously being a cricket um, man. Mad man myself. Sachin debuted at 16 in Test cricket, which that's just that's unheard of. And he got runs too. Did really well out on the tour of Australia. Um, I know Merv Hughes was yeah into him quite a bit. And by the end of like about doing your homework and don't you have class to go to and, and all that, big Merv. But by the end of the tour, he certainly earned their respect. Hundred and he got another 80 and stuff like that. So pretty impressive at 16. Ian Thorpe, Olympic gold medalist at 17 which was actually, I think he was 
already won gold at the Commonwealth Games when he was 15, um, which is wow. pretty mind-blowing in itself. Outside of gymnastics, would that be one of the youngest golds? Because if you think about gold medals, usually they're a little yeah. bit older than that. Gymnastics is probably the only exception. But for swimming, I wonder if that's a, an Aussie record or what the Olympic record might be even. I would suggest so. But they all, they all retire at like 23 and stuff, don't they? So they, Swimmers. they are in there young. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But, yeah, Thorpey did that and he ended up winning five medals at, at the Sydney Games. So, yeah, pretty impressive from the Thorpedo. And just on the, like, in terms of NRL, we have had a couple of guys debut earlier, but the biggest one for me, Brad Fitler, debuting while he was still at school. You might even, you, do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the same age as him, mm. and I was in yeah. uh, I was in high school um, in the same year, I think which was year 11, and he was debuting yep. for the Panthers in year 11, and we were just shaking heads That's going, nuts. what? And I think he played yeah. Origin like the next year or perhaps the one after. Like yeah. He was, yeah, he was yeah. A, a rare talent at a young age and obviously a fully grown man by that age to be playing that sport. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, exceptional yeah. talent at a young age. I promise at that age, Friendy, nothing eventuated from my early teens. But you know, I never, I never got the, never got the opportunity. <laughs> it was there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I would have, could have, should have. I know a few of those blokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, mate. Anyway, let's... mate, that's what I had for obscure sports. Excellent. I love it. Let's focus on the the young the young champions and the the next era of sports, which is coming off what we talked about with tennis. There's a whole new era of sports people coming through and uh it's exciting it's exciting all right mate so around the grounds this week uh tell me what have you seen what's what's been happening out there well the big one for me aaron finch the white ball skipper for australia uh, he's retired from one day cricket he'll still play the t20 world cup from all reports but yeah he's been one of our greatest white ball cricketers ever um and opening the batting it's no easy task regardless of the format and yeah, it'd be interesting to see who captains Australia now um, in that format. I, I would have thought Pat Cummins, but they're saying he doesn't want to. So does that? Do you think that opens it up to Smith and Warner, or, or what do you think? Because they're still banned technically. Yeah, I thought there was some talk about Warner being able to to captain outside of the, mm. the ban. I, I, look, I'm not too sure. It, Finchie's been an absolute legend to to open and captain, and um, yeah, he's come under lots of scrutiny too through challenging. Um, time with the one day team, but I think he's been, you know, an absolute rock. So yeah, look, big boots to fill. Not yeah. really sure. I kind of like the idea of having different captains from, from different codes. I think, uh, sorry, different um, levels of cricket. Yeah. Format. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think that takes some pressure off and, and that's probably what Cummins is thinking. It's a little bit too yeah, much sure. on his plate and he's an awesome uh, champion and great. Uh, player. So let's not, yeah, let's not put too much pressure on him and make sure we can, yeah, uh, keep our white, uh, sorry, our, our red ball cricketers on form. So, yep, we'll see. Apart from that, mate, uh, the NRL down to six. So there's only six teams left. The Roosters and the Storm exited over the weekend. And this is actually the first time that at least one of them won't feature uh, in the final six teams since 2003. So that is just an incredible run. Um, wow. And... Yeah, it's going to be a different sort of shake. I, I, Penrith are just heavy favourites for mine, but generally, you'll, yeah, you'll see the Roosters or the Storm cracking the whips at this time of year, and they're not going to be there. How bonkers was the Storm? Uh, sorry, the Roosters South game. Rabbits. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. A, what a game. Oh, like, it just started yeah. with drama and Sinbin yep. madness. It was uh, – yeah. I was watching that in the airport just before I flew home, just going, what the hell is yep. going on? High well, drama. They, yeah, and the weirdest thing, there was eight tries and five of them were scored by the team who had less people on the field at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, South scored with 11 blokes against 13. Yeah. I, I, yeah, insane, insane game. And that's what – what finals will do. What did you see um, around the grounds this week, mate, in the AFL? Yeah, I mean, again, uh, we're getting down to the, the very pointy end. So uh, knockout uh, knockout finals. So the Lions dug really deep and knocked out last year's premiership winners, Melbourne, uh, in an awesome comeback win. They were behind right up until the last quarter and then uh, managed to, to bring the win in. So that was a little bit unex- unexpected. I think Melbourne probably yep. would be very disappointed with that result. But... Um, well done to the Lions, and then Collingwood um, just took the lead against the the Dockers and and held on to it. So um, another good win for them. They're, they're looking good, and they're up against the Swans again this week. Um, we only played them a month ago and 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 beat them. I wouldn't say convincingly, but we were too good for them. We pressured them. So I wonder yeah. what they're thinking going back to the SCG this Saturday uh, for a rematch in what is a you know an opportunity to play in the in the Granny. So. Big um, it, yeah, it's exciting times. So there's some big games coming up. Um, you know, July. anyone you like for um the Norm Smith, mate? Oh, I need some odds. Oof. Let's talk about that one next week. All right, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, look, it's going to be a big, big week of games. Um, this Friday, like with Geelong uh, and the Lions, and um, you know, Swans and Collingwood on Saturday. So I'll be glued to the screen. Good times. Um, some other really quick stuff, you know, Gallon and Hodges. <laughs> if you haven't seen that in the news, well, that's on tonight. So we're, we're, we're recording this yeah. on Thursday night. Who knows where that'll end up? What's your tip? Oh, Gal smokes them both because he he faces Hodges first and then Ben Hannon. He fights Ben Hannon after that if he beats Hodges. If Hodges happens to knock Gal out, then he fights Ben Hannon. So it's like Royal Rumble style. Where's, where's yeah. Stone Cold and The Rock and stuff? Yeah, it's bizarre. That's bizarre, but yeah. lots of talk and lots of push and shove. So anyway, we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Uh, we talked about James Hurd being a potential candidate for the Bombers and yep. sure enough, the interviews are happening. So he's a real, mm. real opportunity. Prodigal son. Yeah. Yep. Uh, US Open, we talked about. Kyrgios, I think, just blew his best chance ever to win a major. Agreed. It was, it was yep. just an, an opening that will never open like that before. Um, Serena retired on that tour and we saw so many good five setters. So that was, that was unreal. Uh, and in the cricket, um, the Aussies just managed to look yeah. like they were having ma- major collapses and lose to just turn around and beat the Kiwis. And I was in New Zealand when those games were on and the Kiwis were dirty. Oh. So, um, yeah, yeah lot, I think lots. They lots had it all set up and then. Yeah, but it yeah, was. Um, they had it all set up and then couldn't um, do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just finally, like we the weekend away, I was talking about playing golf. We, we have a thing called the Demo Cup. Uh, and I, I've got to bring that up. That's around the grounds. Yep. Brady, good mate. Brady has won the Demo Cup. Collective, collective sports events: lawn bowls, golf, who else? Uh, sprints. How far you can um, drop kick a footy. So Brady won that one. Well done, Brady. Too good. Well done, Brady. He's made for that sort of stuff. He's a big <laughs> kid, but he's a, he, he's a legend. So well done. All right, mate. Um, and I'm sure you had a few beers over the weekend. Do you have a beer of the week or a brewery of the week? What have we got? Yeah, I've just gone for a local brewery that I was at again today. Um, I've gone for a brewery mm-hmm. week called Brew Ha Ha. Now, Brew Ha Ha Brewery, 
Um, awesome. They've got a, a brewery up in Mullaney, up in the hinterland. Uh, now they've opened a, a production brewery, so a larger brewery and tap room um, down on the coast. So um, going from strength to strength, they make an awesome range of beers. Their core range of lagers and pails and IPAs are super solid, um, but they make a really unique beer, and that's why I bought them up. So uh, I don't even know if we've mentioned before, but their strawberry, rhubarb, sour is yep. something to behold. It's a, it's a unique style of beer. It's quite tart and refreshing. It's not, uh, it doesn't taste like a, a typical lager or pale, very different, but still, mm-hmm. still made traditionally as a beer with those same ingredients. But, um, but yeah, quite unique. So the group I took there today, a bunch all in there sort of 65 plus were quite amazed. At yeah, that wow. Beer. Uh, so yeah, look, it's exceptional. I think they sell three times as much of that as they do any of their other beers. So it's an incredibly popular style, especially for them. Um, yeah, right. And yeah, look, it's very unique, but I love it. My wife loves it. It just appeals to Absolutely. a yeah. big audience. Uh, and they're, yeah, look, they're a fun, fun crew. So uh, I thought I'd give them the nod this week. Unreal. Yeah, I like it, man. Staying local too, which is great. So I'll have to have one when I'm up there next, which hopefully won't be that far away. I think I'll chat to you about that off air Um, (laughs) um, ale or bale mate now we talk about people who generally are a little bit controversial or just to try and get the conversation started this week we've gone well he's the big dog now isn't he after mummy passed away um the new king charles king charles no longer prince charles he's the king no yeah he's on all our money now he's what He's going to be on all, all our money. On yeah, coins. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. The coins. Sorry, I've seen Shall some mock up, mock ups of coins and how we, how he will appear yeah. and the talk of, uh, you know, two dollar coins are now worth however much if you've got one from the right year with the queen's head on it because now it'll be King Charles. But um, interestingly, <laughs> it'll be a profile shot side on because I think the front on shot would have needed a wider right. coin for the years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The ears. The handicap is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 Charlie got a decent profile on him. He does. (laughs) I think he likes a beer. I think he probably prefers a wine. He'd be a bit of a wine connoisseur. I think some expensive, Mm -hmm. um, you know, vintages that's in his wine cellar. But I reckon Charlie would like a beer. So I'm. uh, I'm going to say I'm going to have an ale. Yeah, having a beer with the king. Not very often you can say you've had a beer. With a king, maybe the king yeah. of spin, Warney, but um, I'm definitely having a, have a beer with King Charles. How about you? Yeah, I'll have an ale with, with Charlie Boy more just to um ask him what's doing brushing Diana for Camilla. I, I've never understood that. I'm not bringing that up in conversation, that's pretty deep, mate. <laughs> like, I want to keep it light, I want to talk about the, the crown and the 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 you know the the, the wealth and the the castles yeah. and the how does it all work, mate? See, what what are you what are you doing this week? What's your what's your what's a day look like for for King Charles? Yeah, that's true. That's true. A bit of glad handing and and sort of waving to the crowds around. I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I'm definitely having an ale with him. Um, and I think yeah, maybe I'll just really suck up and try and get into the will somehow. <laughs> He'll be out <laughs> here soon, I reckon. He'll be on a trip to Oz, so there might yeah. be an opportunity, mate. Let's tee it up for one of our episodes. All right, we'll send this to him. Fan of the show, Charlie. <laughs> All right, mate. Footy tips this week. It's like you said, getting to the pointy end. Um, what have we got in the AFL? I, I reckon I know where you're definitely going in one game. Um, talk me through them. 
Yeah, look, Swans, I'm going to pick them. They're two, they've beaten July. Yep. Uh, sorry, they've beaten Collingwood recently. They're at home. It's going to be a sellout game. Uh, I wish I was down there. I really, really do. Um, it's going to yep. be a, a belter. I think it'll be close, though. It'll be highly entertaining. Um, so I'll take the Swans on that. And look, Geelong, yep. again, down in down in Melbourne, they'll be too good. I've got a mate heading down from the sunny coast, Matty, who's heading down with his old man yep. to watch the game. And I I, I think it, I think we're ending up with a Swans-Geelong granny. And then then what? I'm probably going to have to try to find a way to get down there. Yeah. Could, could be yeah. wild, but get that's that's there, what mate. I'm – that's what I'm picking for the weekend. It's going to be an awesome couple of games. And then and then we're heading to grand final week. So it's exciting. How about you, bud? What's happening with Absolutely. NRL? Um, yeah, we'll get into that. But just quickly, memory served me correctly. And, and you drove down one year for a Swans grand final? No, I never drove, but definitely um, begged, borrowed, steal to get tickets yeah. and managed to get Yeah, them. right. Um, getting tickets yeah. is the hardest thing. AFL is the hardest. Yeah. Um, event to get tickets for you could buy for mm-hmm. you get a corporate ticket for a thousand bucks because yep. there's some ridiculous amount i want to say half the ground is out with corporate tickets and wow. the rest goes to clubs yeah, right. so, something stupid so they make a lot of money yep. off that game but it just makes ticket getting very hard mm. um, so i've been down to three grannies and watched the swans win one of those three and i can tell you the win was amazing the two yep. losses are just as memorable for all the wrong reasons losing a granny yeah, but it's like hell. So yeah. uh, it's a an yeah. emotional roller coaster. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Well, for me, NRL, uh, just the two games this week, and I think your Parramatta Eels will bounce back uh, after their loss to Penrith. I, I think they'll take care of Canberra. It, it'll be an interesting game, though. Both two big aggressive forward backs, and a lot's going to hinge on Mitchell Moses uh, whether he plays or not for the Eels. True. I think he will. Yeah, I think he will. Um, and he he looked on fire early against Penrith, and he's kicking in particular. And so his chest was puffed out, and yeah, ready to go. So I'll tip the eels there. And in the other game, I just think the momentum is with South at the moment. And Cronulla, after playing ninety three minutes last week, will be yeah highly fatigued. Um, and I just don't think their defence was that crash hot last week. They may surprise me, but I'll be going South Sydney in that match to to get through. Yeah, look, mate, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'm hoping Parra can, can get up there. I don't know about yeah. South. I, I I feel like they've played a pretty hard game last week, so I don't know if they'll yeah, get up definitely. Sharks. Oh, I just like South. So I just think um, defensively, uh, I trust them slightly more than Cronulla. Not heaps, um, but there's not usually much in these games. And Latrell Mitchell, he's the big dog, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either way, to be honest, that game. And that might even get us to our bet of the week, Josh. Have you got some of those games involved? Yeah, I'm going to cross-code. I don't do it very often, but I'm going to cross-code because yep. odds are slim. I think a lot of the favourites, yeah. this is where favourites shine through. Upsets Upsets yep. happen, but I'm going to stick with Geelong, Swans, Sharks, and Eels to get 550. Mm-hmm. So still pretty tight, but... Um, like I said, class nice. class shows through in the final, so that's my that's my multi. How about you, buddy? Yeah, I tend to agree, mate. And then for me, last time we spoke, I went the the left winger wager, and it worked. <laughs> so I'm going again. Sebo is just an absolute certainty at Parramatta Stadium. So please gamble responsibly to our listeners. No one's a certainty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll be going Sebo and Jordan Rapiner to score at any time in the Parramatta Eels and Canberra game, and that'll get you four dollars. Nice, you love the left wingers, but how, how crazy are exotics? You can just bet on anything, right? Anything, mate. Well, it <laughs> makes sense though, because the generally 
most halves are right-handed, passing right to left, and the yep. ball gets out there yep. a bit quicker. And yeah, so it sort of makes sense to me. But yeah, that's going to be my wager of the weekend. Well, mate, it's an awesome finals footy kind of weekend. So I'm sure you're Absolutely. looking forward to some good footy on telly. I'm looking forward to some awesome footy. Uh, I just wish we could. Melbourne's a long way for this time of year and, and being on the sunny coast, even further to get down to see my swans. So we'll yep. see what happens, but um, let's enjoy that good footy. So that's it from us this week. Enjoy the week ahead. Thanks for listening in. Tell your mates to find us streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other premium streaming platforms. Yeah, and follow us on our socials, Twitter, Facebook. Tell your mates. Um, if you can tell one other person, that'll grow up us a lot so we'd really appreciate that and yeah thanks for listening thanks for catching up josh yeah cheers mate wherever you are this weekend enjoy your beers in the sheds